Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time it is that you inky savages are joining us for episode number 152 of the Penboy Roy Pentertainment Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us. In the last week, Tom raised some concerns and questions regarding whether or not our sponsors for 2022 are going to continue sponsoring us for 2023. And I reached out to all our sponsors, being Gold Spot Pens, Luxury Brands of America, and BRLCoffeeCo.com. And guess what? They are all, all going to sponsor the podcast for the year of 2023. As a matter of fact, the owner of Gold Spot Pens Yay. responded to my inquiry by saying, Of course we are sponsoring this year. Is that even a question? I like where her head's at. Of course. I like her mindset. I like the mindset. Now... We do have to come up with a new coupon code as of this episode. So, we do? No, yeah, we I, do. I think we have another week to go. I have it written on my calendar. We could do another okay. week. If you say we're doing another week, we're doing another yeah. week. So, yeah. So, you know, speaking of sponsorships, you know, thanks for thanks for all three sponsors for continuing to sponsor. And those three sponsors, Gold Spot Pens. You know, I remember back in the day when I before I started reviewing pens and I was just figuring out just buying pens, right? Because everybody wants to, everybody wants pens, everybody wants to buy pens and, and, and yada, yada, yada. I just couldn't figure out who my favorite retailer was at the time, right? I was buying from Goulet, I was buying from Goldspot. And it's, it's really strange because at the time, the Goldspot YouTube page sucked because okay. it was really boring it was just boring and Asshole. dry <laughs> wait we didn't do the disclaimer you can't call me that yet <clears throat> Ooh. yeah no, i'm gonna get fired now yeah no you're fired Damn it. hashtag fire top no so i mean at the time i remember the gold spot the gold spot youtube channel like really it was just bad it sucked it was boring it was lame it was informative but it was just so lame and i wasn't even sure that it was a channel I kind of just thought it was you know like what's the right word garbage so uh, I didn't you know got it. That, you got it I, I didn't know that gold spot was like a company with actual people real people yeah we, we, we like human beings working behind it because the YouTube channel just didn't have a personality right so you thought they probably just hired like a homeless guy to be on on you know and you happen to have really nice handwriting so one day I was trying to buy a pen. The pen in question was, I believe it was the Homo sapien Florentine Hills. Okay. And I had a question about it. Goulet didn't have it on the website anymore, but Goldspot did. And there was a phone number. So I'm like, mm. I wonder if a human being will actually answer or is it going to be a one, homeless of those... one either? Yeah. So. I called and Dawn answered. You remember Dawn, right? Of course I do. Yeah. Dawn Johnson. She answers and <clears throat> I had all these questions about the pen and I she talked to me for like a better part of an hour. And after the hour, I was like, you know what? She gave me as much information as she could, which is more information than I had before I made the phone call. She was very cool about talking to me about my stupid questions and then listening to my stupid banter. And if I didn't, if she didn't have an answer, she would find out more than likely from you, get back yep. to me 
in the same conversation. So I was like, you know what? I am going to make the purchase here. They deserve it. And I'm just impressed with Goldspot being a legitimate <clears throat> retailer that's that's not just <clears throat> another... You're getting choked up. This is very yeah, emotional no, no, for no. you. I was drinking. No, I'm not getting mm-hmm. choked up. But, right. but it was uh, very emotional. No, so it was like very, it was like, it was like, they're, I couldn't believe that They're not just that any was... other normal retailer. That's <laughs> my heart. So I was really impressed and I bought it. I bought the pen. And then what I did just to mess with Dawn is I took a green, what is it? Do you remember what I did as a practical joke? It was a green... Metropolitan, Pilot Metropolitan. I took a white paper label and taped onto the pen, Davina, spelled D-U-H-V-E-E-N-A. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, this was when I bought the Davina. The practical joke was for Davina, not for the it Florentine Hills. Pen, yeah. yeah, yeah, but what what ended up happening was I did buy a, Florent, um, a Visconti Davina in green from Dawn also at a later time. And then what I did was I took the pen out put the Pilot Metropolitan in its place with a little white label that read Davina, mm-hmm. took a picture of it and emailed her. And I was like, hey, listen, I really doing? I really appreciate the pen, but this, this doesn't look like the Visconti. And she knew my personality by then, and she showed it to Sal, who had no idea who I was. And he was actually legitimately concerned that I was trying to screw them over. Mm-hmm. You know? And she's no, like, no, that, no. The reason why you probably did that is because it's happened to us before we probably shared one of those stories with you at I, no at that there. time i didn't i didn't know no you didn't know it was a, no like, i didn't know yeah. that people would do that you know and when i did that she later said to me she's like oh my gosh you 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 cracked me up but you almost gave my boss a heart attack i'm like why <laughs> she's like because he was like are you sure that he's like he's okay he's cool he's not really trying to pull anything here she's like no no i, I was on the <laughs> phone with him guy? quite a while he's this done he's Roy. bought a lot of pens so I just thought that's a funny story to share mm-hmm. when it comes to the time to talking about because we're renewing the sponsorship for Goldspot and it brings back fond memories of Goldspot and how mm-hmm. I got started with Goldspot. So I was a customer with Goldspot myself for long enough and then I started doing these reviews. I started with one pen and I moved on to a couple and then I'm thinking to myself, I'm running out of pens. I really wish I had more pens, but I just don't have the ability to keep buying them. I got to work something out and I talked to Dawn and I bothered her to the point where she just dumped me on you. And that's how you and I started getting into getting into working together. Yeah. And it was so much fun. We developed this beautiful relationship. Yeah. Glad it and it's, it's, it's really kind of crazy because because <laughs> of my persistence to get pens to do reviews because I wanted to do reviews, I wanted to like make content and get involved. And I thought, you know what, who better to get involved with than another like pen nerd whose mm-hmm. YouTube channel really sucks, just like mine. We can <laughs> unsuck together. And I think since then, you've kind of come in strides way more than I have because I think you have the advantage of it being a job. Yeah, right? I, I do. Whereas, it's unfair. Yeah, whereas like I kind of I have time to do it, then I can do it. And if I don't have time, I can't. Outside this podcast, if I don't have time, I just can't. But mm-hmm. I just think that we came a long way in our own different ways, but we did it as a team. And I think it's really cool. I think 
this whole thing started this this whole gold spot interaction you know working with you and stuff like that is one of the greatest things that came of the pen hobby for me you're one of my best friends and i appreciate i appreciate it and it's so awesome that we've gotten this far and we're going to continue to go as far as we possibly can for as long as we Take possibly can straight to the moon right to the moon mm -hmm. so all that to say gold spot pens thank you for sponsoring the pen boy roy pen entertainment podcast myself and tom certainly do appreciate it and i'm sure all of you guys appreciate it because of the fact that they're sponsoring we can do stuff like coupon codes make sure to use coupon code noodle noodle right it's still noodle, noodle. common spelling noodle at checkout using the affiliate link in the description below click on that link buy stuff use the coupon code help us out keep us going because if it wasn't for you guys they wouldn't be sponsoring us if they weren't getting if they weren't yielding results the results that you guys are bringing in it wouldn't uh work and it works because of you guys and tom Thanks, and i guys. really appreciate it very much a million percent no i'm a million and 20 percent million and 59.5 percent a million times infinity percent i appreciate <laughs> so anyway that's the longest sponsorship for gold spot ever followed mm -hmm. by i'm actually going to just use bryce's read because this one actually really really makes me laugh oh nice okay okay so this week platinum is introducing okay. the newest limited edition member of the preppy family the platinum preppy wa makie i didn't read the rest of it when i first got this read and i started laughing i'm like are you kidding me they're gonna they're gonna turn the cheapest pen into the most expensive cheap pen ever yeah so anyway six gorgeous designs applied by platinum's modern makie technique so I'm thinking, wow, did they really take like a $4 pen and then dump six months of work and like hundreds of dollars of art into a $4 straw, plastic straw <laughs> with a nib? But I kept reading. Unlike conventional maquillé, these designs are applied with silk screen printing instead of Yerushi lacquer on the under layer. So that makes sense. It's like, okay. If they really took a $4 pen and then dumped like $600 worth of work on it, I would have to go to there, go over to Platinum, smack them in the face, say, stop that, and then come back. But they didn't. So they actually went another route just so that it can have qualities that kind of emulate a $600 pen but doesn't cost $600. So it's kind of awesome. Right. Okay, so let me just start again. Unlike the conventional maquillé, these designs are applied with silk screen painting, printing instead of Yerushi lacquer on the under layer, which is then sprinkled with colored powders such as gold and silver and hand-finished one by one by maquillé artisans. So there is individual hand-finishing by maquillé artisans that when it comes to this pen. It gives more thickness compared to normal printing while the reflection and shades of the powders create these three-dimensional type feels. There's six different types. There's the Fuji, there's the Kuyo, there's the Fukura Suzume, the Shima Tutomoe, the Kiku Karakusa, and the Kachimushi. Those are six different pens. Now check out the price. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. What do you think it is? $400. No, stop it. People are going to no. hear that, remember that, and think that's true. The price is not $400. It is $10 per pen. I think that's kind of cool. 
I'm definitely going to get one because Tom's going to send me one. Coming to your favorite <laughs> retailer March 2023. I think that right. is really awesome. Do you I'm know anything about this pen? We dropped the ball on this. No, don't Just stop. Just stop. So this was this was announced to retailers like back in September. Mm-hmm. And I do recall and I have an email receipt saying that I had sent it to the person who's usually adding the things to the website and to the ordering system to be able to order it. So when I saw this, naturally I was like, oh, sent it to the same person again. Oh, could you add these? Because it said, oh, we're, it's okay to talk about them now, the Preppy Wa Maquillet. So mm-hmm. I said, oh, could you add this? So we added them, we ordered them now in 2023. And then we were told, no, they're no longer available. You guys didn't order them. So I was like, oh, okay. So unless somebody, you know, unless, maybe if they have extra, maybe Goldspot will have them. But unfortunately, no Wa Maquillet for Goldspot. So... So you're telling me that you didn't decide not to order them. You messed up and that's why you're not getting them? Yes, the the ball was dropped in uh getting them listed on the website and in the okay. ordering management system. So and then and then when we were reminded just last week that they were coming in and that we well coming in March, but that they we could announce it and talk about it. I was like, oh okay, well we could list them now because I didn't see them previously. I didn't realize that we had seen them previously, and the request was there, but it was never taken care of. So you're fired. Not followed you're up fired. by myself. <clears throat> so I have no one to blame but me on that. <clears throat> you're fired. So hashtag fire Tom. Yep, that's that's it. But the wa the second. And the first are still available. I mean, mm. they're just going to keep popping out these little $10 puppies, putting all sorts of different crazy finishes on mm. them. So, yeah, maybe maybe we'll we'll hang out for the fourth one. We'll do what Yeah, well, listen, make sure you respond to the emails. Yeah, maybe you they'll know? do some Arushi lacquer on the fourth one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the next one's going to be rotten. like... They'll put some rotten yeah, on it. Yeah, it's going to be like pure rotten Arushi lacquer. Yeah. Each one's going to be $700, which will be cheap for an rotten Arushi lacquer pen with 40 layers of Arushi. And they'll do uh, They'll do also, they'll go the, the Yaffa route and do abalone all over it. They'll just yeah. slap that thing with abalone shell. It's going to be the most expensive cheap pen ever. Yeah. I right? mean, but why not? Listen, you know, Goldspot may not be getting them. There's going to be plenty of retailers out there who didn't drop the ball. Yep. Who is in March of 2023 getting the gorgeous Platinum Preppy Wa Maquillet. I mean, listen, if you've never had Maquillet, like if you don't have the ability to get yourself one of one of these, like this is the Nippon Art by Platinum, it's Maquillet, because those are 600 bucks, and you wanna start into the world of Maquillet, this is kind of like, definitely an option. 10 bucks, I don't think it's a bad idea. I'm gonna have to actually get one I mean, for what it's worth, the Preppy's a great pen, I think, to have in your arsenal, if you want to mess with all sorts of different types of inks that you don't wanna put in your fancy pens. So, you know, one that is a little bit more fancier can be appealing, but yet be that type of pen that you don't mind 
let's say, bringing with you on a trip and accidentally, hey, it gets smushed in your bag or whatever, or you lose it. Not mm -hmm. a huge deal. It was only 10 bucks. It, right. It was nice. It was a nice $10 purchase. So, right. Yeah. So finally, I want to talk about my good friend, Neil, who is also renewing his sponsorship for the Penboy Boy Entertainment Podcast and his company, BRLCoffeeCo.com. That's the wrong mug, man. You can't hold up a Rook coffee mug while I'm talking about BRL Coffee Co. While I'm wearing a gray, gray, a gray <laughs> coffee it company. Says, it just says Jersey. That's it. <laughs> okay. BRLCoffeeCo.com. Be sure to use coupon code ROY at checkout for an additional savings on all products on the BRLCoffeeCo.com website. I'm giving you grief about the mug. Meanwhile, I'm wearing a coffee, a different coffee company hat. Well, I just but thought you were actually... supporting aliens. That's all. That's the gray. It's like, or Grey's Anatomy. Something. No, gray. no. Gray is the name of the cafe in, in uh, Queens where I go to get my matcha latte. I thought gray so is such a very nondescript, very brief word. It it doesn't have that much, you know, connotation right. to it. We're, we're we're plugging brlcoffeeco.com and to use coupon code Roy at checkout for <laughs> yeah, additional savings. Yeah, brlcoffeeco that has a ring com. to it. It has identity, yeah. has uniqueness. Gray, not so much. Just very bland. You don't have to put down the gray. The gray is a great. Sorry, it's just, it's just. I see a hat. It says gray. I don't know what right. that means. All right, stop. You're means. ruining the sponsorship read, which is no longer a read. It's just a complete and total ad lib. BRLCoffeeCo.com. Check it out for all your coffee swag with the best types of coffee, best tasting coffee that you could ever buy. It's the greatest coffee ever made in the history of anything ever made ever, and it has different caffeine contents. And it's just smooth caffeine, folks. It does not give you the crackhead jitters. Now, I want to get on with this week's episode, but I can't unless I give you the disclaimer because I got to be myself. This podcast is buy, not scripted buy some and therefore will that. contain potty mouth words, both from Tom and I, mostly from me. So be forewarned, you have been warned. Now, on to the podcast. The Pet Boy Roy Entertainment Podcast. Stage Savage. Did you say you were just going to say you're going to buy some coffee while I'm... Give yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy some coffee while we're on the podcast. <laughs> Where are you gonna buy coffee from? From BRL Coffee Com. We use I like the, it. Uh, promo code Roy. Yeah, you should. Uh, I, I should get I should get a BRL Coffee Co mug too, so I can have mm. it on the uh, on the show for effect. The one I like, the one I like is the one that says I hate it here. Now I hate it. I here. actually worked out him comping you some stuff, but you screwed that up somehow. Remember? Well, yeah, I, I did. You dropped I, the ball I, on was, that because one. I there was part that was a giveaway, and then and then there was the other. And I was like, I was giving everything away. So yeah, but you have to give it away to people listening, not just random people in the office all day long. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, that's the whole point. Oh, I kind of no. like this. I like this bra mug. It yeah. just says bra because like my yeah, kids say bra. Dude. My kids so, say bra all the time. I want to talk about somebody that's pen relevant. Okay, pen relevant. Pen relevant. That's a new so, word. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I, I like it. I make up stuff. But I want to talk about my friend Serata. She works for EA Games. She used to work for Ubisoft. She can be found on Ghoulie Nation on Facebook under Serata Jensen. And what's really cool about her is she is a huge fountain pen nerd, infected, just deeply infected with the fountain pen virus. And she loves fountain pens and she loves video games because she makes video games. So the last time I spoke to her was a couple of days ago to celebrate the launch of Dead Space, the remake. So basically, I think it was 2007.
there was a game that came out on Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 called Dead Space. It was by EA. Now, in this I game... I played that first spell. It was a very... I didn't finish the game or anything. I think I played, I. like, the first couple levels or something It was like such a good game. Now, it has a different take on on killing... At the, I think they called it necromorphs, but they're, like, monsters, right? Yeah. So, the, the main... Excuse me. The main character, Isaac, <clears throat> he has this gun that shoots out three beams, like, straight out. And you know how in most games where you want to kill the bad guy or you want to kill the zombie or you want to kill the monster... You blow off its head, it dies. In this game, nothing dies. You can only immobilize them. So instead of shooting off their head, you have to shoot off these like crazy looking, Appendages. scary right. monster spider legs. Legs, arms, yeah. Right. And it was such a good game. And I remember the reason why I didn't finish it back then was because the game was so fucking scary. It was, scary. and that was back when it, it was right, and that was back when it was on play, uh, PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. I think I got it on P Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty because at the time I was such like a, I was such an Xbox fanboy, but I couldn't play it because there was a part where like this monster's chasing me and I just couldn't kill it and I couldn't figure out how to do it. And then after I figured out how to do it because my friend told me, oh, you got to do this X, Y, and Z. I'm like, I don't have enough courage to get back into the game, so I never fit. I, I shit you I not, can't do it. I couldn't do it. I never finished it, right? And now, I think however many years later, 16, I don't know, when did the when did the first Dead Space come out? Can you look that up? Oh, let's see. Hold on. I think it's like 2009. Uh, but, but anyway, years later, EA has made a new remake for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series XS and it's it's super graphically up there. Like, if this game was scary before, like, just so much more realism, graphics, all kinds of stuff, frame rate, put that into it even more, make it even more atmospheric, make it look more freaky, now they just re-released it. It's 2008 and, when that first came out. Okay, 2008 when it first came out. Now they re-released it this year, 2023. Now it's like, this new game came out. I personally don't think I have the courage to play it, but I'm going to try, right? I'm totally going to buy the game again. I'm going to throw it into my PlayStation 5 and see how I do. Because I was watching the reviews and I was looking at the graphics. They're so good. I'm like, wow, this this is going to not... I have to wear a diaper playing this game. Because this is not only going to just scare me, I am going to shit myself while playing it. But I honestly think that it's really going to be cool. The whole reason I mentioned it is because I spoke to her a couple of days ago and she wants to celebrate it. And she was thinking about a pen to buy to celebrate it. She's considering a Tabaldi. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I have a Tabaldi here and you know I love Tabaldi. And she was thinking like, what do you think? So, I mean, I, I honestly love the Tabaldi. I love the way it writes. I love that it's like really well made solid acrylic pen and some of their designs are very avant-garde and some of them are very vintage based mm -hmm. you know i think they're great pens i don't they have ebonite feeds they're a touch pricey for what they are i gotta be honest and i think that has a lot to do with like distribution the fact they're distributed by yaffa brands it's just a little bit expensive but i think it's i think it's a great pen and I definitely think 
I don't know. I think it's a great pen. What do you think? What do you think about it for Serrano? Should she get the Tabaldi? Which one did she say she was going to get? I'll tell you in one second. Let me just go into my phone. Like, I want to know what you think. She's looking at the Bononia in olive green. The Bononia in olive green. I'm just looking that up here. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Bononia. So it's like the spaghetti. That's like kind of like the spaghetti resin. Yeah. Okay. Mm, am I right? Was where's the where's the price for this thing? I don't know. I, I, let me see. Apple Boom. Oh no, Boulet has it. Okay, so you have the. It's called the Martini Olive, right? Is that what it is? Martini. I, olive? I guess so. She so, said the Bononia and Green Olive. Yeah, it's two ninety five MSRP. So what is it after? After discount? a after a nice little discount, uh, two thirty six. So I'm gonna say Leonardo Momento Ooh. Zero in the Alga Seaweed for one hundred and sixty, right? Well, can you bring up both? Can you bring up both on the screen so everybody can see? I might, uh, I might do that here. Let me see. Screen share. It's crazy. It's my software. I have no idea how to screen share. <laughs> I left it up to you. <laughs> I am the technical assistant. That's my oh, assisting my capabilities on I the podcast. I don't know what I would do without you, bro. You would have a single podcast that would not have much in terms of visual <laughs> effects here. <laughs> it would still right. work in audio, so that's that's at least good. Right. So let's. So uh, I mean, there are people who might not be watching. So we'll we'll talk about what we're bringing up on the screen, but we're going to do a comparison right now of yeah, the Tibaldi Bononia in olive green, and we're going to compare it to a Leonardo Momento Zero in a similar color. Now the price difference is somewhat dramatic. It's almost it's almost like what seventy dollar difference between the two, with the Leonardo being less expensive. Ooh, I hear cats meowing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They already ate. Like, they're lying right now. They're lying to the public. Don't believe their lies. <laughs> they're, they totally, They're, they're totally trying to get your well sympathy. Fed. Do not fall for it. Do not fall for it. Right. Like, I fed them. Like, my wife fed them twice today. I fed them a little while ago when I got home. And I gave them treats. So don't believe their lies. Now, that, that Tabaldi Bononia Olive Martini, it looks mm -hmm. really nice. It is a $236 pen. Right. I think it's really gorgeous. Steel nib, ebonite feed, cartridge converter, right? Right. Bononia is a cartridge converter. Okay. Um, and now we're looking at, for everybody who's listening, we are looking at gouletpens.com. And we went to brands, Tabaldi, Bononia, Fountain Pen, Martini, Olive. And it, it's such, it's really a gorgeous pen. The mm. shape, people will say, oh, it's the same thing as the Leonardo Fiora. It's not. It's different. It's it's different. I know that because I have I have them both, and I held them both in my hands. W which one do I prefer? We'll talk about that after we show the other one. But we want okay. So, but the, so you can't compare that pen with this pen. Totally different greens, and on top of that, totally different shape. The one the Bononia that she was looking at right. is missile shaped. It has the fucking it's got the, yeah. It's got the rounded yeah. torpedo like ends, right? 
Right, but this looks like a Delta Journal type shape. That's not. Yeah, it's got the conical point. You know, right? But let's it's compare. It's a little bit more blocky looking. Right, but let's compare. Go back to the Benonia real quick, and let's find a pen that we can compare Boop. it to. That's not. I'm just gonna keep doing that different. every time I switch tabs. Do what? Boop. <laughs> that's perfect. So I don't know. I don't think that's a fair comparison. Look up the Fiora as Fiora. I think it's as close. See. I think it's as close of a comparison as you're going to get with no with, in the color family, because no. there's no totally green different. Fiora. No, so, this one is like a seaweed olive green. The Fiora that you showed up is that. That's not even close. Right, let's let's look. Let's look at a Fiora, and. Oh, that's Grandes. Can't compare. That's that like there. giving somebody a cup of green tea and then and then a granny smith apple and saying they're the closest things you can find to each other oh stop it Let's totally see. different not Knock even close off. man that Don't was even. bad it was um like, you're dropping the ball again say goodbye to but i was just saying the col color wise i can't really find an exact analog here but let's go there isn't boop let's go to the emerald blue which is <laughs> probably one of the more uh highly sought after types of models when it comes mm. to the furora is this beautiful chatoyant and uh marbled looking blue color it's not the spaghetti resin but that's where that's where i kind of felt that the memento zero and the alga seaweed had a much stronger comparison because you're talking spaghetti resin which has that kind of like celluloid ish sort of look where it's got the stripes going down the side and it's got a deep amount of chatoyance on it and they were in the oh, same man. similar color family in green but this it did not have the torpedo shape this the furora has a, to a torpedo shape with the round yeah ends. Well, so now the problem is though like i don't know if she picked the bononia because of its shape or if color. it was because of the, if, if it was because of the shape and design then yes we can compare with the leonardo mm. fiora but right. if it was because of the color, then you can't compare with anything because the Momento Zero you showed is just so far. It's not the same away. Right? Yeah, it's not even in the same like color spectrum. So this is bronze. This is a I mean, brown color. Aqua yeah, Petra I, is freaking gorgeous. This one I'm is. I'm not into that color. No, you don't like it. No, I don't like this it. This is a gorgeous one. Really nice. Oh, ginger's mm. nice too. Don't you have a ginger? Oh, I do. Ginger. I have it right here. Love the ginger, my friend. Isn't this the one Love... that uh, that that uh, Esterbrook made? It's a uh, like a what they call the cola. Then they have a cola one that was like this, with that type. Dude, I lost track of the colors that Esterbrook comes out with like fifty-five colors ago, which was only oh, like three weeks ago. By the way, um, forgot mm -hmm. to mention it. The noodle coupon code now does work on Esterbrook because they came around. They came around. Really? They, they said, we don't want to be that type of manufacturer anymore. We will allow that discount code to be applied. So, Oh, wow. Yes. So, I'm surprised. There you go. That's just, that's just something that just popped in my head. We could continue with the discussion of the Ferraris and the Tibaldis okay. and the Bono, Bononias. So, I don't know. I have to go back to Serata's selection. And let's take a look at the Bononia in Boop. Out, like Martini Olive. That pen, the Martini Olive Tabaldi Bononia, is far too different and unique compared to the other colors that Leonardo offers. Even the way the cap... Can you go back to the picture of the the pen where it's just capped and closed? Oh, closed? Okay. All right, see that? It's different than the Fiora in that... It's not a seamless cap. You, you know what I mean? Right. So 
The cap has a step des- between that and the barrel. Right. And it's just it's just a different design than the Fiora. Yeah, they're similar mm-hmm. in that they're both pointed top missile shape pens. But the Tabaldi is uniquely different from mm-hmm. the Fiora. And I know it's well, easy for people the... to be like but that's not the, the the main point of the discussion. I think it's more about like what should Serata go with? Should it be the Tibaldi Benonia or are we talking about something different? And that's where I was kind of like I threw out the doing a Leonardo, either the Momento Zero or the Furore, because the Furore is closer in its design and you still get some really nice pretty Italian. So acrylics. the thing is though she has she I'm I'm pretty sure she has some Leonardos already. Okay. And I think she is interested in this one because of the design and because of the color and is how unique that is. Okay. And then I don't think she'll miss out in the fact that the way – I mean what I think she'll gain or what will be good is she's going to have a writing experience that, diff- that differs from Leonardo because it's going to have a ebonite feed. I don't know what kind of nib they have. I, I suspect it's Bach. The brand likes to say it's not Bach and then that they – they keep it a secret. That looks, looks like a like Bach. Yeah. But whatever. The writing experience is really good. And I genuinely like the feed. And I think that it's a really good pen. So if she were thinking about the Tibaldi Bononia. And she wants to get that algae green or martini olive green. Whatever they want to fucking call it. Martini. I think it's a, I think it's a good call. Where I don't think it would be a good call is if you wanted to spend $200 or less cuz it's 236 bucks that's all mm-hmm. you know for an acrylic pen that's a that's a that's a lot considering a lot. the pedigree yeah. yeah it considering the pedigree the leonardos are 150 to 160 you know franklin christophs are 175 fucking edisons are 170 right like if you think of all these other brands this Crowley, one's a little bit high steel nib cartridge mm-hmm. converter very similar ballpark you're talking mm-hmm. yeah i i think it's a great pen i just think that I if think this was a 36... monte grappa this would be like 350 easy oh so. if this were a monte grappa you'd have to mortgage mortgage your house and then like not advisable in this market my friend interest rates right. are too she high has, <laughs> she's serata's got good taste though i'll tell you because she picked out a good pen like that's a nice pen. That's a nice pen. I'm wondering though why she came to that and I don't know. I would say go for it, Serata. I would say go for it. I I don't think after buying it you'd be like, "Oh shit, I don't like this. I'm not happy with this." I don't think she would do yeah. that. I don't think I think she would like it, I think. Cuz I really enjoy my Tabaldi and this Tabaldi is the what what is this one called? I did a review on it. I can't remember the, the name. N60. The N60. I really like this one, and I like the vintageiness. I like the tortoiseshell. I think Tabaldi makes a great pen. I think it's a little bit more than it needs to be because of distribution, and there's nothing you can do about that. Otherwise, now, Tabaldi wouldn't had, know how to. If you had $200 and you just had $200 to blow, what pen would you buy? Oh, Jesus. You want to drop the screen down? So now that we're – I don't know. Let's, <laughs> let's shop for one. Let's go to a, let's go to a retailer and let's, let's shop. Let's shop. If I could buy a pen, and since Gold Spot sponsoring the podcast, let's bring up Gold Spot and let's I shop for a pen. I guess we could do that. If I, I mean, had two hundred dollars, what would I fucking spend it on? I mean, That's this is question. obviously first suggestion. 
<laughs> right now, go to brands. This is how I'm going to so, take you So we're going to my... go to br- we're going to go to shop category and then we're going to go to no, ballpoint no, 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 no. pens, that, right? That's not you, fuck. That's not no. how I do this. We're going to go through Gel my pens. shopping. We're going to go through my <laughs> shopping. I'm telling you right now, if your nuts were in front of me, I would kick them. <laughs> Click on brands. This is my shopping process. Okay. And then I literally scan up and down. So like you have four columns for those of you guys not watching. A through G, column two is H through N, column three is O through R, and column four is S through Z. So I'll literally just go down and be like Aurora, Banu. I know Aurora, I'm not buying anything for $200 or less. Banu, maybe. So I'm going to keep that in mind. Karen you Dash. Could, you could get some Ypsilons. They're they're probably like the one of the most popular Auroras that, uh, that mm, are sold are the Ypsilons. And they go true. for like low 100s. Is that so? Yeah. Okay, so I'm, now I'm thinking, not, see, now that you, you sneaky bastard, now I'm mm. starting to want myself an Ypsilon. Karen Dash, Claire Fontaine's paper, Conklin. I always look at Conklin's because they come out with some inexpensive stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're interesting. Cross pens. I don't know. I would skip across. I would skip cross pens because sometimes I'm just like, you know what? It's, it's just there's there's too... really not a lot going on there anyway because right. they haven't released that much over the last year. Or so the company's not doing all that well uh, in yeah. terms of releasing their new product. I mean, they were supposed to have the year of the rabbit. They've been doing the Chinese zodiac for since the year of the dragon, and we're just one year away from completing that cycle. And yeah. they they they're having some issues with getting stuff out. So hopefully mm. they could at least complete that because that would be you know good to have like the full set. So keep going with uh, continuing on. Diplomat, mm. I would look at Edison, Esterbrook, I would look at. Mm. Though Esterbrook hasn't really been coming out with anything. It's just the same thing in different colors. Right. So I would look at what kind of colors they got. Endless is coming out with a new retractable pen for fifty bucks. I you saw that. that? I, I just hope that awesome. it holds up to because it really the the key with it it's it is inexpensive it's made out of ABS plastic but the key to that is it going to hold up is we'll is see. it going to work the way that it's supposed to it's a retractable pen it's not easy for people to just engineer these things and not have them like dry out or have spring malfunctions and things yeah. like that they got to they got to do this right so we'll yeah. see. So let's take a look. Uh, so going on to the next column, Inkmeyer's Artoya, Jack Zaguri, uh, Jay Harban, Kaveco, Kilk, Kilk I would keep in mind, Laban I would oh, yeah, keep in yeah. mind, Leonardo, I have enough of Leonardo's, mm-hmm. Mobius and Rupert, no, Montegrappa, not getting anything for 200 bucks. Monteverde I would look at, Namiki, I'm not getting anything for that, so I'd skip, Narwhal, Navalar, I'll take a look at that. Even though the second name annoys me, <laughs> Noodler's Ink in pens. I I don't know. I no. probably pass just because I'm not in the mood for something that smells like butthole. Mm-hmm. The next thing is Opus 88. I'm not really crazy about Opus 88 and their plunger Styles. mechanism. Okay. Yeah. Auto Hut. Not getting anything under two hundred dollars. Parker. Mm-hmm. I could get that on Amazon for like twenty bucks because something's going on with the parker pricing that's an issue mm-hmm. right pelican nothing under uh, i mean you could i you mean could you possibly could, get like a m200 yeah or yeah, for under yeah, 200 i mean yeah but i'm still annoyed with the pelican pricing yeah i'm i'm annoyed that gary has never gotten back to us 
like last like what was a year and a half ago we had an interview he said he's going to fix the whole pricing thing and then we would revisit in like six months Mm-mm. ghosted me ever since then yeah all right that's called that's called ducking me it's called being a wuss unless he gets on the show then he's not a wuss Oh, like, how do you justify a $600 pen in Europe that's sold for, like, a million dollars here, right? Come on. Whatever. I'm moving on. Pen Lux, I would look at. Pen BBS. I don't know. That's definitely under 200 mm-hmm. Paniter, a pass. Platinum, I would look at because you can get the Sentries. Or you could get, uh, you could get an Akuridas to replace the uh, one that you lost. There you go. <clears throat> Let's see what else. All right, next line. I definitely look at sailors because you can get sailors under two hundred bucks, and they're fantastic pens. Shown design. I don't think you can get to under two hundred. Can you? No, they have. Um, yeah, there's a few of them that are inexpensive under that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a few of them, but they're but the ones that the ones that are carried through gold spot are just like the very basic. Like there's black aluminum, like all the fun stuff that mm. usually people buy at pen shows those are only on Shone's website mm. so but i think they still do just for a standard like pocket six or something i think they are under 200 though yeah hmm let me take a look gee so if i had to if i had to pick a brand that i'm going to spend 200 bucks buy a pen for 200 bucks oh, gee after all all that scrolling <laughs> scrolling scrolling 200 bucks I don't know. I I keep I'm looking down all the lists. My my eyes keep going to Edison for some reason. Okay. Click on the Edison. Click on Edison. Click on the Edison. All right. And now I would look at all the designs and I want to click on the Edison comet for some reason. There so are 169 the comet. Comet uh, has a very interesting shape, and it, its defining characteristic is that cap finial because it's basically has like a semicircle of a dome, and the the dome mm-hmm. is a clear or translucent acrylic that's colored that then matches, but doesn't exactly match the rest of the acrylic of the pen because the rest of the yeah. acrylic of the pen is like a swirly or marbled acrylic. And that acrylic at the very top of the cap is just plain translucent. So, so it kind of acts like almost as a magnifying glass. It's kind of cool. Right. You could just run it across paper and it just makes things all bubbly looking and stuff. So I don't know, dude. I don't like it. I'm not crazy about it. What, so what's we're gonna really back nice out. though, I mean, what's really nice about this, two things, is that when you have the pen capped, it it does it does look very much it's streamlined, so it it, it does very much look like a comet it's like the the cap finial is like the head of the comet and then the rest of it is the tail and then because of that shape tapering in the barrel the cap posted it posts really nice and secure and really deep so this is good it looks for like, if you like a posting pen i don't know can you go back to the capped look of the pen it looks like this pen started off as a beaumont it could have possibly. I know that that tends to be what happens when there's experimentation involved with the various mm-hmm. models is that they may start from, you know, let's say a Collier and then they make little modifications and all of a sudden the Collier becomes a Menlo because they mm-hmm. wanted to combine two different elements of 
of certain pens and then make something that's in between. Yeah. Hey, listen, I want to know something. Um, no, so can't. it doesn't appeal to me, but mm-hmm. I want to click on the two reviews. It, for some reason, I'm looking at the reviews that are there. It's out of five stars. So far, there's two reviews, and it got three out of five stars. Let's see. So let's see. So one reviewer gave it zero, one star. Okay. I'm going to read the review. So Candy, is this a verified purchase? Like, can you... Uh, the one below, Steve K says verified buyer, but Candy is not verified. What does that mean? If it means you're that verified? means that it um, the customer was logged in to their account and it's verified that they had purchased that item. So if so, if they so, are, they are definitely verified. If if they say verified buyer next to it, they purchased that item under their account and they also wrote okay. The so. Is it possible that Candy purchased it under her account, just wasn't logged in when she made the review? Mm, possibly. I mean, it's still, I feel that, you know, as you read the review, you'll understand. It's like, okay, maybe it might be valid, but maybe mm-hmm. they just might be a little, like, picky about it. Because, because okay. I mean, I've opened these boxes before, and they don't necessarily, they don't emit an odor, not anywhere near the level of a noodler's stench okay no. so i don't i don't i don't think fucking taking a hot steamy dump admits the odor that a noodler's pen but let me read the review mm-hmm. by candy the one star nice pen really the design is lovely and the nib is smooth however the resin smells terrible and indicates to me it was either not cured fully or was cured incorrectly likely with no degassing period before shipping this means that the pen smells so bad it can leave a room with a chemical smell within about 30 minutes, and the pen is essentially unusable. If it wasn't over $100, we would have just thrown it away. As it is right now, it's sitting in an open box in the garage in the hopes that it will one day be usable and not smell terrible. Well, why didn't they reach out to you and, like, complain about it and get a refund or something? Uh, they Well, this is separate reviews are separate so they may have possibly mm-hmm. and oh. had done something like that but they wanted to leave a review too but but know. maybe respond to the review well i mean what can you say say listen reach out to us we'll help you out yeah well it's i mean that that could have been back it's back in november so that could have been back channeled already but there wasn't anything posted directly on here like publicly mm-hmm. but uh but yeah that uh you know that could have been handled already Mm. which it usually I mean, is I've, i mean if, if it I've, was that big of a grievance then it would have but then also too is it could be because of the fact that it's not verified some people you could actually go on here if you wanted to like it says here you could post a review you could come in here and be able to post a review and not had actually purchased it through the website like it's possible to do that so so it's um, possible to just write a review and be total bullshit could be I'm not but. saying that's what happened here because as much as I could say that this review is bullshit, I could also say it's someone who ver- who genuinely bought the pen yeah. just didn't log in because sometimes your shit gets logged out when you close the screen Absolutely. and then just wrote a review on it because she's pissed off or he, whoever Candy may be. But let's look at Steve, Steve the verified buyer. The comment is a very attractive pen that is comfortable to hold and the cap is very secure when posted. I bought the extra fine nib and it wrote well right out of the package well that's not surprising for an edison pen mm-hmm. edison pens right out of the box usually write like savages and typically because i have a lot of experience with edison pens i think i think edison was crack to me back in like 2018 mm-hmm. and i bought edison pens that that 
Brian made like a week before it got to me. I had Edison pens that Brian made a year before it got to me. I had pens that he made just for me and sent it to me and it was finished three days before it got to me. And yes, sometimes these acrylics have so much of a, somewhat of a, a, a smell to them, but it's a hint of a smell and I personally like it. I've never heard of an Edison pen that smells like, like something that can stink up a room. Yeah. I... Like it were some sort of a dead body or something like that. Cause what, she, what this person Candy's describing is what it's, you would say it, about it. Dead yeah. body in a closet. Well, you know? it, would be, it would be like a noodler's pen to an extreme. It would be that. Right. It would be right. So like a noodler's pen, it smells bad when you hold it in your hands and you're writing with it. I never, you, I, I've left noodler's pens in, in a hot car and it didn't stink up my car. You know what I'm saying? Like what kind of acrylic pen did she, like what is she experiencing that it's so bad that it stinks, stink up, stinks up a whole room, right? That seems extremely exaggerated. I'm not saying she's lying. I'm just saying there's a chance she's lying. <laughs> or well, he, it's a chance it could be, it's, it's a chance that it could be an exaggeration possibly, but that's, mm -hmm. I mean, that's why you gotta take reviews in general with a grain or two and and get several people's opinions too it's just mm -hmm. it's just like having just two sets of data points is not enough you you might want to jump on uh checking you know, out some reviews of of people that like you know have have done reviews for pens before and mm -hmm. you know a guy like david parker would shoot you straight on this and be like hey right. you know like this kind of had like a funky little smell coming out of the box and he says something then yeah you know there's something mm -hmm. up with it but you know hey how it, come you're not mentioning me i'm pretty good with reviews well what was the last review that you did my friend yeah it's, it's been a while <laughs> you can close can you close the screen yeah can you close the screen so you know what's fucked up and i'm guilty of it too mm -hmm. is going back with when was the last time i did a review it's been a while i've been so you know what's going on in my life work-wise and everything like that you know so major moves but the next one is going to be if i when i get a chance to it it's, it's got to be the watchers that i i'm that are due <laughs> that are <owed. laughs> but going back to what i was saying was fucked up you know how many times did you scroll through reviews whether it be on amazon or any website and you just scroll past the five stars the four and a half stars and you're just looking for the one to two or or the low scores that yeah, that is that? that is what I tend to do. Yes, because I because right. I because I mean I think the people who write the copy, the sales copy, the people who the market it effectively, they mm -hmm. they tout all of the benefits and the high points of mm -hmm. the item. I want to know. I want to know what people like if if it if it has negative reviews. I want to know what those negative points are because the marketing mm -hmm. copy is not going to address those. You know, it's right. only people who have received it and have deep regret or anger over these things that will actually, you know, say something about it. So, yeah, but you know what the thing is, though, it's kind of fucked up because you're going to the bad stuff that doesn't represent the entire picture. It probably represents only like 1% of the mm -hmm. entire picture. I do the same thing. Like yeah. if I'm buying something on Amazon, I look at the reviews and it has like a 4.9, 20,000 reviews. I'm scrolling to the one stars for some reason. Yep. It's almost like, and it's almost like everything. Like how many times in the newspaper 
does a news article tell you that a plane successfully landed and everybody landed safely and is healthy and when it's only it's only the times that it's only things go terribly wrong that are of interest to us yeah it's only when they crash and i don't know i just it's kind of messed up i just wish it like just looking at that review for the edison comet the one star review was like a whole paragraph the five star Mm -hmm. review was a sentence Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so i don't know i left a review on google for fish world usa yeah yeah and I took you leave a you leave a review for Gold Spot Pens on there? Not on Fish World USA. No. <laughs> but but I I wrote out like a, a novella, like a fucking like like <laughs> and it's not going to be read review. by people like you or me. <laughs> We're not going to well, care. It, it was definitely a good review. You know what I mean? Because I think people will, are more inclined to write a bad review mm-hmm. than to write a good review. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like I should be paid for good reviews. I don't know. No. It's just me. No, I, I have a hard have... time filling out surveys or anything. I'm just like, I, I, I have I have no qualms with you, good people. Just leave me alone. And, and... No, no, you, you can't. But then you, can't but then you, you give me a you, little you, you give me a little bit of cash. Give me some incentive. Give no, me something, man. something my way. I'll write a you know you're, for you. You're, don't say that because people are going to believe you. you, you, you know, you're joking and you know it. Everybody should know that. You're joking. Because as soon as you're a review, as soon as a good review can be bought, <laughs> you have no credibility whatsoever. You That's know what I mean? true. Hey, That's fuck true. it. If Yaffa Brands paid me $10 million to say that the Monteverde Mountains of the World is just the best pen in the entire world. Mm-hmm. I think $10 million is a, is a good number to go ahead and break that rule. You I give me everybody, $10 million. Everybody's got say, their price. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's I mean, got their price. But as far as I'm concerned, no one's given me $10 million to say good things about something that I don't think is good. And secondly, I don't think anybody gives a shit about my opinion enough to pay me that much money mm-hmm. to say something is good when I don't think it's good. You know hey, question. I mean? Coarse grind is for, like, French press, right? I have no idea. Oh, okay. How would I know? I think it is. Why are my cats... Like... For everybody listening, my cats are very well-fed. They are extremely <laughs> spoiled. So if you hear them crying in the background, do not believe their lies. They are well-fed, and they are very happy. I'm sure anybody with cats is going to just be like, yep cats are being dicks right now <laughs> they, they understand yeah <laughs> so i don't know why you brought up course grind but oh, so i was i was uh just checking out on on uh brlcoffee.com so mm. i'm getting i'm getting that mug oh course grind is for a french press yes that's i thought you I'm... were talking about like i thought you're talking about like oh nibs like you know like wordpress no wordpress and like there blogging websites oh my gosh there what? should be a lineup this is it, that's it there should be a lineup of nibs and like and like one of them would be well there is a course there's a course nib at platinum which is basically like a double broad but there should be like all the all the nib sizes are named after different grinds of coffee yeah well just so you know <laughs> the course grind i believe is for the french press mm-hmm. and then like the ultra fine grind is for espressos mm-hmm. and then like and then there's the like the auto drip grind. one which is just your yeah. standard coffee maker yeah yeah so yeah yeah i think yeah but I, you'll definitely like the, my favorite one is the kiss of life 
It's we all know this. Roast. If anybody's listened to a recent episode <laughs> of the Pentertainment Podcast, we all know this. It's part of the read. Yes. <laughs> We're going to uh, see no, actually... what my favorite coffee is. We're going to find, because I got the sampler pack. Oh, I will nice, finally nice. enjoy all of the, the different coffees. So I will let you mm. know in a few weeks. Because Yeah. You know, oh, by the way. I was supposed to interview a friend of mine with regard to an ADHD charity, mm -hmm. but that fell to the wayside and has to be rescheduled, and we're both excited about doing it. Mm -hmm. But if you're wondering why the episode hasn't come out yet, it's because... Hey, Mario. My cat just came into the room. <laughs> it's because of that reason. Hey, baby. Come here. I love you. <laughs> So yeah, so it's it, we we're we're gonna get to it. We just have to reschedule it. Mm. So you know this cat here, come here, he's up here. He is the most friendly tuxedo cat in the world. He's just such a good boy. <laughs> so anyway, what was so, I saying? So so your friend, um, it, would it be like this sort of thing where it's on a uh, video call sort of thing? Yeah, that we yeah, do. Same, okay, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know if, if you do reschedule it. I'd be interested in, in joining too. Sure, absolutely. So. I think that would be a great a great conversation. Mm -hmm. And I think it, it's definitely essential and it's definitely needed yeah. to bring an understanding of ADHD to the forefront. And I think part of treating ADHD... Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> treating ADHD is making children and adults who have ADHD not feel like something is uniquely and just wrong with them. Mm -hmm. Because growing up with it myself, you do feel like something is, you're just wrong. You're just off and everybody else isn't. And that's such an alienating feeling. And there's no, there's no good that comes out of feeling that way. Yeah. And when teachers don't even know how to handle it, or identify it it really doesn't help you can feel like because kids with adhd they have trouble focusing but they're extremely creative they're very sharp they're very intelligent they're just not able to focus and they're very sensitive as well and they can mm -hmm. pick up on things like the teacher doesn't like me mm -hmm. the teacher favors everybody else except me the teacher you know sighs before having to say something to me or something like that you know you pick up on all those things you can feel the, the resentment. And I think that if they have a great understanding, there wouldn't be more as much resentment, you know? Is there, so, are there I, any particular strategies that we could discuss in relation to writing or with pens in particular? Maybe I'm some sure there is. Yeah, some things that uh, may be helpful. I think, I think writing has helped. In me in particular, Loving pens, loving the writing experience helped me a lot when it came to just kind of focusing mm -hmm. and studying. And it's kind of like a cheat because I liked writing. So what I would do is to learn stuff, I would write it, write it out. And it's good that I'm writing stuff out. I'm sitting there for hours writing stuff out. The problem is I'm focused on the writing experience and the pen more than I am on what I'm writing. <laughs> So I lose out there, but I always say, man, if I had fountain pens or loved fountain pens when I was a kid, maybe my life would be different right now. 
maybe my successes would have been better or my successes would be would be different you know what i mean i don't know where i would be if if i was able to cope or treat adhd as a kid i don't know where i would be now as an adult i can just say that i'm certainly happy with where i am as an adult and who i've become and the struggle led me to where i am a lot of times because a lot of times in in school you may not have done this tom but you save the homework till the morning it's due and then you wait until the class that the beginning of the class that is due and you're trying to scramble to do it before they ask you to turn it in mm -hmm. and then when you get into situations like that you really do create and come up with creative innovative ways of dealing with problems that without that challenge you never would have had to in the first place you know what i mean push yourself into a corner and then fight your way back out of it yeah that's pretty much that's pretty much my life in a, in a nutshell i don't know where i would be if i was treated i don't know if it would have been good if i was treated and when i say treated i mean like with medication never took medication i don't know what it's like i don't know what it does i don't know what it does if you're 15 or 12 taking it until you're an adult i don't know mm -hmm. i i just don't think it would be good because from my understanding adhd medication affects norepinephrine levels in the brain right and norepinephrine is something that your brain is supposed to produce and you know my feelings on exogenous hormones or anything right like if you are supplementing hormones exogenously i don't believe that can ever be good unless of course like you have a medical condition and it's necessary which adhd is but i feel like if there's a way that you don't have to take you know hormones or or treat or treat stuff. the the problem systemically as opposed to because like there's really no way to just attack it with just one mm -hmm. particular like dose of medication like it it has no. to be that you you affect other things while taking medication for it and yeah. that's that's the that's the thing that you're saying is undesirable because then it has right. other side effects or other effects to your system that could be detrimental or you know even worse. i think the more effective way of dealing with adhd is the more challenging way mm -hmm. and that is through diet i think it's through activity i think it's through routine activity routine diet and i think it's also about therapy and i don't mean therapy like going to see a shrink all the time i'm talking about therapy in any form whether it be meditation or some sort of martial art or something like that you know mm -hmm. which goes back to activity i mean i i think that's the most effective but it's just the most challenging diet i think is the most effective it's just very challenging when you're talking about kids you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you tell kids not to have Skittles. First thing they're going to do when <laughs> they're not cake visible. Or ice cream. Right, or is eat Skittles. Anything that has so, carbs in it because they love carbs. Yeah. But this guy has so much insight and information on ADHD, and I really think that it's it's it may not be entirely relevant to pens and journaling, mm -hmm. but I think it's really relevant to life, and and just I think that we can definitely talk about it mm -hmm. with my experience and and his experience yeah. his well i mean it's the pentertainment con podcast right. so there's pens there's mm -hmm. entertainment and then there's the ment which is short for mental right. so right there you go right 
So this is my cat's tail poking up into my face, not my own weird-looking hairy dick. So. <laughs> He's a good boy. I don't know so, what you. Listen, I don't know what you like going on on Tuesday nights here. Right. But okay, so yeah, that episode is definitely going to happen. I need to make it happen. It's definitely going to. We just need to schedule time for it and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But. It's about that time. We're going to have to start wrapping this up. I mm-hmm. want to thank everybody for joining us on the episode number 152. I love you guys. Be well. Be safe. Stay inky.